Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts connect the alarm change the podcast you stream connect the snooze 10 more minutes to dream connect the shower lather up with the news sports talk comedians or movie reviews connect with that 3 hour philosophy show change the drive into work in traffic so slow Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. We find out that maybe Max Scherzer is the most important player in all of baseball. The Nationals ace goes on the 10-day DL with neck inflammation, left neck inflammation. So not right. I mean, you only have one neck, but it's the left side of his neck, but they call it left neck inflammation like he's got two necks. The only thing I know of the double neck is a, is like a, a bicycle. Well, right? double neck was that double neck on like a the announcer in the pod race during uh, the Phantom Menace. The double neck, okay, yeah, with two, guy with two heads, right? Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. yeah, and he would have two necks, yeah, right. Uh, so the left neck, and the thing is, this is not the side of the neck that hurt him when he had to miss his start ten days ago. So this is a new part of his neck 
that is injured. Really, the only thing that the common denominator is it's once again Dusty Baker got hold of a pitcher long enough, and now he's hurt. <laughs> Just by osmosis, it's what the way it works. Back. But seriously, think about this: he's the most important player in the playoffs because we know Bryce Harper's on his way back, and he's going to probably get back. There's no reason to rush him back because they'll cement him sure. into, into the you know the the two slot in in the National League. But he'll come back with a couple of weeks, two and a half, three weeks ready to go. Still a long time to go. So you know Harper's coming back. But if Scherzer is out, I mean, this was a neck injury, and now there's another neck injury. He's on the DL. If they miss Scherzer, I mean, really, the National League playoffs is going to be incredibly uninteresting because it's the Dodgers are going to waltz to the World Series. Because the Nationals, I mean, look, I want to fast forward to the Dodgers Nationals NLCS, but... The Nationals aren't beating him without Scherzer. Are you kidding? Strasburg's already a guy you don't know that you can count on him because he's on and off the DL as well. Right. You go into that series, and it's 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 Kershaw, and then it's Darvish, and then probably Alex Wood, and you're throwing Strasburg, and then it's, oh, boy, uh, any of our guys we cut last couple of years because we had too much depth at starting pitching, and we bring them all back? I mean, really, he's the without him, they no chance, and the playoffs become incredibly uninteresting. Because the Dodgers are just going to waltz to the World Series. Well, you still have Gio Gonzalez there, so you still have one more pitcher in your arsenal. But the the point's taken. You lose your ace, and all of a sudden you get to the middle of the series, and and assuming that you're now top two, Strasburg, A, healthy, and then B, Gonzalez, they pitch enough. Bullpen wasn't bolstered enough at the trade deadline if you're going to have to start working into that with any regularity. And and the way we've seen the Dodgers, unless they suddenly go cold, they win again tonight. That's 51 of 60 since June 7th. Think about that. 51 and 9. And then absolutely dominant with a sub-2-4 ERA for starters since Clayton Kershaw got hurt. That's like my record when I play words with friends. 51 and 9. It's kind of what I do. It's kind of my thing. Yeah. That's me. Are you in an alternate oh, universe where you get more hours than I do? Just saying, 51 you see, and 9. just do a lot of random it takes, stuff. It takes 10 minutes to play a game of words with friends. Well, that's still 600, usually I, I, that's still 600 minutes usually, of your life that you've given like, up to words with yeah, friends it, it's at the, a minimum. It's the Cobra clutch into submission. I'm a steamroller. You know, I'm, I'm 30 points every turn. Bang, 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 bang. That's, that's it. And now they're banging each bang. other. <laughs> exactly. But the <laughs> point is... When, when we talk about impact players and everybody's got their eye here in Los Angeles where we're located in the Geico Studios on every throwing session, every wake-up call that Clayton Kershaw has waiting for him to come back. But by bringing in you, Darvish, you, you've made a, a monumental move and you tax your bullpen less and then you figure out where you go from there. But when you look at Washington, you know, Bryce Harper escapes serious damage and serious injury. Doesn't mean he's coming back 100% either. That's one of the other things. I mean, they've got depth in their batting order. They should be able to absorb it. But all it takes is one domino to fall. And when it's when we talk about aces and starting pitchers, necks, backs, those are, those are the injuries that have GMs making an extra pot of coffee at 2 in the morning. And suddenly Justin Verlander is a guy that you're going to see the Nationals take a lot of interest in sure. over the course of the next few weeks. Now you got to got to make a decision coming up soon. You know, you don't have that much time. You have till the end of the month, but suddenly now it's going to be who blinks first for Verlander. And now that that's another team that has to say, we have to get in the mix. Are we going to win this year? Are we not? And this is part of what it means when you're a Dodgers team that is phenomenally good 
if you're the Nationals, do you say, we can win this year and we'll go pay, you know, screw it, we'll pay $80 million for Justin Verlander to get him for this year and whatever else he's good the next year or so, but we'll go pay that kind of money for him right now to win right now? That's difficult to do when you're not sure if it's your year. And trust me, the Nationals are not sure that it's their year. No, and that's the thing. I mean, you're you're looking at from the the National League side of thing, but just look how many people are still contenders in the AL. You didn't have that drop-off and that separation. So you still got, what, six teams, seven teams within four games of that second wild card. Are, are one of them going to help push what the ante has to be for Verlander to where suddenly they get a much better offer than they would have gotten at the, <laughs> you know, the old-fashioned trade deadline? So uh, interesting times and, and a lot of people crunching big numbers looking at that salary. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Meanwhile, National Football League, one game tonight. Seahawks lead the Vikings 7-3, and because it's the only game on television – First, I want to talk to you about, on the next 30 for 30, the overdrafting of Dalvin Cook. What if I told you there was one NFL game on, and because it was one game, everybody focused on the one running back who was moving up everybody's charts. By the end of tonight on social media, people are going to have Dalvin Cook as a number one pick in the draft. But here's the thing. You know what sucks about that? I I had him 13th in my running back rankings before he starts (laughs) running around on the Seahawks, and I'm like, you're not helping me here. You're not helping me. And all of a sudden, I don't look like the outlier renegade here and then all of a sudden he's going to start pushing up now ever since they they make the draft selection of cook and latavius murray who was signed and then two days later hey he's got to have ankle surgery yeah there's yeah. your guy could catch 60 balls but now the whole fantasy world is watching ahead of draft weekend uh seven carries for 40 yards has one catch for 10 yards who does he look like he reminds me a little bit of steven jackson that that's kind of that kind of skill set. He's going to catch a few balls out of the backfield. Powerful downhill runner. Still has a little bit of zigzag. That's kind of what he looks like. And certainly he's going to get every opportunity. Now suddenly, Dalvin Cook is everybody already is going crazy because there's one game. If there wasn't one game on, people would back off just a little. Well, you got to tweet about something. <laughs> you can't just sit there with your idle hands. Well, I'm glad you mentioned. Well, your idle hands in about ten minutes from now. Because here is a headline that pretty soon won't be a headline. Michael Bennett of the Seahawks has been one of the big proponents about sitting during the national anthem to help protest what he feels are, are bad things going on in the United States. Colin Kaepernick obviously is the number one guy on this, but Bennett has been doing it for a long time. Before the game tonight, everybody was wondering, what was Michael Bennett going to do? Well, here's the Seahawks sideline reporter from pregame talking about Bennett's plans. Yeah, we just got finished with the national anthem, and Michael Bennett, true to his word, did continue to sit as he continues to protest and show his support to fight against social injustices fueled by racism. Now, of course, this came to a head last Sunday when he did so. Uh, Before they played the Chargers, I spoke to one of the team leaders for this team just prior to the game, and he said that they're still under discussion in how they're going to treat this season in both supporting Michael Bennett while also paying respect toward the flag and the national anthem and to do so collectively. So Michael Bennett did sit, not many members from my vantage point here, across the way from the Seahawks bench. Did I see anyone else joining him? But Bennett did once again sit during the national anthem. Uh, Justin Britt and uh, Bennett both say they drew inspiration from Chris Long last night putting his arms around Malcolm Jenkins during the Eagles preseason game, something we talked about at length last night on the show. 
But eventually, here's 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 what people are are missing on this is that eventually this is not going to be a headline. We're going to be used to players voicing their beliefs and sitting for the national anthem, and it's going to be so prevalent because people are going to do it throughout the league because they realize if that's the message, I'm comfortable with this. Doesn't affect how you feel about me on the field. Doesn't mean I'm I'm going to start suddenly going crazy and, and and tweeting stuff about NFL owners being compared to slaves like what's coming out of Camp Kaepernick, and that's why Colin Kaepernick is unsigned. But slowly players are realizing I can do this, I can have my voice be heard, and I'm not afraid of repercussions. You're going to see this throughout the NFL this season, and eventually it's going to be, and, and not too long from now, maybe after the first couple of weeks it's going to be, and we're not even going to talk about people no, sitting right. for the it's National Anthem. It's not going to be singled out. It's and just going to be a thing. It's going to be the new norm that's going to happen. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Let's take a look a little bit further on the Michael Bennett situation. You get a lot of response on, on social media on this from a few minutes ago. Bennett, uh, who decided to sit for the National Anthem, he's one of the many uh, players who have decided – to take a stand in the past year or so that was first put out by Colin Kaepernick, who kneeled for the national anthem. And another in the instance of Colin Kaepernick is not blackballed from the National Football League. Yes, Colin Kaepernick is much more influential than Michael Bennett, than Doug Baldwin, than anybody else who's going to kneel or has professed their desire to do so. The guy's on the cover of Time magazine. I mean, it's obvious well, he's, a, you know, it's a, it's in, a, in a very museum, big deal. They're putting a, a little section to to memorialize or to, to honor what he's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's obviously he has, you know, when you talk, it's his protest. This is his thing. But if you're being blackballed, if you were blackballed for kneeling for the national anthem, why is nobody else blackballed? Why is nobody else? Why is no one else blackballed? Why is everybody else who is kneeling for the anthem or wanting to show something in solidarity. We saw last night Malcolm Jenkins with his fist raised to the sky. Chris Long had his arm around him, and it was an awesome moment. What? Why is Why is he not blackballed? Why is Chris Long not blackballed for that? Why is nobody else blackballed? You know why? Because it's not about kneeling with Colin Kaepernick anymore. Players kneel. It's their form of protest. As we saw last year, it was pretty popular. You know, you got around the league, and even people that disagreed with the take on it respected his right to do so. It's not about kneeling because other players are playing. It's not about talent because you know what? You know why Michael Bennett's playing? Because he's good. If Colin Kaepernick was good, it wouldn't matter what he did. But he's also not good. Colin Kaepernick's not playing because teams think he's someone that can become unhinged. And unhinged in a way in which one day... They could walk into work 9 o'clock in the morning, coming off a big win the day before. Hey, that was great Monday. And suddenly the secretary says to you, uh, uh, Mr. Smith, um, you have a, a lot of people uh, want to call you in your office. Why? Well, because uh, Colin Kaepernick's girlfriend tweeted out a picture of uh, uh, the owner of the team uh, comparing it to uh, someone who's a slave owner. Oh, great. That's not progress. That's not, hey, we're worried about what's happening in the world and we're worried about making things better, which is... Kaepernick has done many of those things. I'm not saying he hasn't. He has done many great things. Look at his Twitter feed. He does many great things. But now he's involved in this. And can you say, oh, the evil NFL and owners are slave owners and and Michael Vick is simply a, 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 a victim of Stockholm Syndrome? That's not about fostering change in the NFL. 
Other guys are doing this. They're protesting. They're saying things. They're making their voices heard. None of their jobs are threatened. None of them. None of them are being out of the NFL. Colin Kaepernick, you have to realize, he's not someone that the NFL views, and I can't blame them as saying he's a guy for change. Now, it's is he a guy that wants to rabble, rouse, and inflame? Because that's the last three weeks out of him, and still nothing out of him. His girlfriend tweets out, that's a horrible thing. If you want to try to get a job in the NFL, when your girlfriend tweets out a picture comparing an owner who may sign you to being a slave owner, that's something you want to come and get out in front of. But Colin Kaepernick didn't feel the need to do that. If the guy really wanted to play in the NFL, he would have said something. And I've said this. He has not helped himself at all throughout this entire process. If he really wanted to play, he's in front of that going, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, my girlfriend has her own thoughts. Nessa, you know, she's very heavily involved in Black Lives Matter. This is what she thinks. I'm not going to tell her what to think or what to tweet. But this is not what I. This is not what I'm about right now. I'm not about calling an NFL owner a slave owner. But he doesn't do it. He doesn't do it. So really, you can't sit here and tell me that because he kneels, he's not playing in the NFL. As we see, other guys can get their messages across, which are positive and about change and conversations we need to have, and they're still playing. No, but that becomes the question: How much do you want back into the league? and the cause that you started and whatever your cause has become, not to say that you've abandoned and changed what, what's added fundamentally, but certainly some of the tone, tenor, and discussion points have. And it's not only in terms of what's going on in society, but it's also the going after the NFL and, and its owners. So you're not, not just seen as, as a guy go, protesting on a larger scale, and if that's, I, I think everybody can get behind the the message of what was trying to be accomplished at the at the beginning, and certainly players are continuing that, and that will go on. But as soon as you're now fighting against the league, you're fighting against the league. You, you're sending out a different message, and certainly retweeting a bunch of other things about campaign contributions and and going deeper in, and that's what Colin Kaepernick's official Twitter account have done. And and as we go forward, you know, you've created a distance between the other players in the league and the protest and that which you are now have undertaken. And he's done some great things in the community. He's obviously lived up to that pledge of the money into communities that, that he put forth all that time ago. But it's it's now just changed the conversation. And part of it is going to be because he's a quarterback as well, right? Because we, we look at other players on a team. Quarterbacks are just looked at differently. It's it's just the, the way it works. And, but, again, if he was wanting to come back to the NFL and hadn't taken the adversarial approach to the league itself, that, that gets mended very easily. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. The voice you're going to hear is not me. It's not me. I think you've mentioned that me. nine or ten times here at the Geico oh, Studios. That's not me. It's the Jersey Tragic is the absolute worst. <laughs> that may or may not have been Jason Smith. It's not me. And oh, by the way, a very hearty welcome back to Alex Tyshirt this week, who is now back at the controls of the show after going on vacation to. Greece and Iceland for the last ten days. He doesn't have another day off for a no, year and done. a half. Now. Oh yeah, no, no, no. He, he's he's working until like the the NFL lockout in twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's a final. Uh the last couple of nights had a lot of fun with Yankee fans, especially on Twitter on the show. Look, there are no 
more self-serving, elitist, we're number one and everybody else's second fans in sports than Yankee fans. When they stink, they grumble and they stay silent. But when they no, win, they say twenty-seven. But when they win, suddenly it's oh yeah, look how good we are. To that point, the next voice you're going to hear is not me. This is from ESPN Radio in New York. Yes, network host, Yankee host, Don LaGreca and Michael K. You know Michael K, voice of the the Yankees on 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 radio in New York. So they're doing their show. During the day, that's broadcast on the Yes Network. Mm -hmm. And I said ESPN. I meant Yes Network. And they got a phone call from a guy named Steve in Brooklyn on the show. Steve in Brooklyn. Is that you? Yeah. And Steve threw out there that the Yankees should pinch hit for Aaron Judge because he's slowing down. Awesome. Yeah. Now, this is after the Yankees have won three in a row against the Mets. And Don LaGreca is actually a Mets fan. Enough with the brooms. So... When Stephen Brooklyn like someone's scratching their back against a post, and I'm, and I'm not related to Stephen Brooklyn. When Stephen Brooklyn asked his question, well, Don Lagreca on Yes Network uh, really had had enough of that. And remember, you're going to think this is me. <laughs> it's not. Steve, I apologize, but if you're telling me you're not doing well because Judd didn't get pinched hit for in the ninth inning, come on, your team's won three in a row. They're a playoff team. Give me a break. <laughs> I'm giving you a break. Why would he put that such a break? Because they're kid? still in the game. Miserable. The guy hit a home no, run no, no, in the atmosphere and then a single, and they needed more runs. Are you kidding me, Are you Steve? a sad person, Steve? I mean, how how is your life completely derailed to the point where you can actually have a playoff team that's won three in a row and your mood is being affected in a negative way because your home run hitter wasn't pinched hit for in the ninth inning? Steve, get your priorities in order, brother. Brother, come on, take a look at the news. Watch the news for five minutes, Steve, and then tell me that your life is awful. You're a clown, Steve. Uh I'm tired of the clown Uh show. Tired of it. You've got a playoff team. You've got a team that's won three in a row, and you're miserable because you love being miserable because that's what you're about. You're a clown, Steve. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of you wasting our time on the air with your clown shoe garbage. Tired of it. Michael might want to entertain it. I'm tired with it. Lose the number, Steve. Tired of it. I'm a Met fan who has to watch a team that was supposed to go to the World Series be 12 games under 500, and you've got a playoff team that beat my team three in a row, and you're complaining about a guy being pinched hit for or not being pinched for in the ninth inning? Get a life. Watch CNN. You could be, God forbid, a person of Barcelona today. Oh, boy. You're miserable because of Darren Judge not being hit, pinched hit for? You're a clown. Get a life, Steve. Don't bother my life. Lose the number. You're banned. You're not allowed to call anymore. I'm done with him. (laughs) Done with him. I'm going away. You want to put him on the air? You want to be a clown? Be my guest. Steve (laughs) is banned. Life is too short, too important to waste time on this filthy human piece of garbage. If Steve's on, I'm leaving. If I ever see him on hold, I'm walking off. Steve, you're done. Lose the number. Clown. Tired of it. What? He said clown 72 times. A clown shoe thing? Yeah, I didn't filthy know. human. Yeah. Uh, you know, got a little extemporaneous with the whole Barcelona no, thing. No, bad, bad, bad that look. Was, that bad. was a bad look. But you talk, I mean, I think 
Steve was just asking a question about Aaron Judge, and it was Don LaGreca who decided to lose his mind. Again, that was not me. That's good radio, though. That was that people turning in going, I'm a Mets fan, and I'm going to watch my people going, whoa, was Jason on a show somewhere today? Yeah, that's almost like like just someone has a camera on you in your house. (laughs) I'm going to take phone calls. And now you're losing losing your mind. Lose my number. I love when we want to sell you a timeshare. Lose my number. Listen, everybody does a different does their own thing on radio, and and it's great. You know, people believe in certain things mm-hmm. and people tenets and, and what makes a good show and what doesn't, and certain things work well in markets and, and certain things don't work well elsewhere. But I always love when people ban callers. You're banned! You're a clown, I'm Steve. banning you from calling this station. Don't you just dare. Ejected. Don't you ejected. dare dial that seventh ejected. number. Steve in Brooklyn got ejected. Just got ejected. You are banned from Like the guy can't call the number again? He can't? I'm banning you from calling this. Somebody just had a bad day, you know, and... You get a jolt of electricity as you hit the final number. <laughs> I'm sick of people. I'm sick of Yankee fans calling about Aaron Judge. You're a filthy. You know, and and wow. that's and that's a funny thing because people ask me all the time when when you know they they know me they always say, "Hey, would you ever go back to New York and and do radio?" It sounds like you know you'd love to do it because you know, look, the New York teams are always involved in heavy conversation even when they stink and look across the country you know that's the case and that you know that's part of why this show works because you know look i'm a new yorker my team stink but they always make headlines you know i never try to hit you over the head with a team that you know is just nobody cares i'm not gonna sit here and go the brewers oh the brewers did you see what happened to the brewers tonight sorry milwaukee but you know and i always say i always say you know i i i mean that's new york radio yeah. That's what radio in New York is. It's it's like it's a it's a jungle. It's 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 king of the beasts in in New York, and it's it's I'm gonna preen and I'm and and I'm like, dude, I like to have too much fun. I like to entertain too. I mean, look, I I love strong opinions and coming with my strong opinions and people who disagree and tell me to go do things to myself. But I like to entertain, and there's not a lot of that. There's not a lot. It's all, this sucks, and you suck, and even though a team is good, everything <laughs> sucks, and I'll kick your ass if you show up at this radio station. You know what's That's funny is we, when we fill in over at AM570 LA Sports, oh, home of the God. Dodgers, it's... we get a little taste of that because uh... we get the transplanted New Yorkers that are listening to Yeah, but even, but even New York, they're happy because why? Because it's sunny every day. Nah, they're still we angry. The they, they sit in traffic That's... for two hours at a time. It's... They're still angry. It's, it's amazingly. It's so intense. You're a clown. Get a life, Steve. You're banned from calling this show. Tell him to go watch CNN. If he he started dialing the numbers, his phone would immediately shut down. No, you can't dial it. Can't dial it. Oh, great. It's that locking app. It's Steve. (laughs) Please identify yourself. Steve from I'm not Steve Queens. <laughs> the best part about it, guys, is the fact that he tells Michael K, who I believe it's his show, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is yeah. Michael K. If show. If you yeah. want to be a clown too, then I'm yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> right in his face. I'm going to be gone. You want to let this guy on? He insulted the host. I mean, that's that's really special. Cool. Steve, you're done. Lose the number. Clown. Tired of it. <laughs> Twitter and I'm out of Fresca, the Jason Smith Show, Jason. Mike Harmon live at the Geico Studios. I'm just picturing Harmon for one reason, just standing up, getting mad about something the Bears, and they're looking at me going, and if you want to stay here, Jason, and you stay here, I'm 
about? I think I may have done that bit long ago. We'll have to go through the archives. Oh, my goodness. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Big news tonight, breaking in the last half hour. And it's shot. Not often we get breaking news at this hour of the night. Usually not good breaking news. And I, I swear to you, it's either one of two things. It's either Florida State or the Mets. I mean, honestly, those are the ones who break news this late at night. I mean, look, it's, it's Saturday morning. It's midnight on the East Coast, 10 o'clock on the West Coast. But we have breaking news. The Dodgers make a big trade they obtain from the Mets. Mets, yo. Curtis Granderson. Granderson and cash considerations go to the Dodgers. The Dodgers will send back to the Mets a player to be named later or cash considerations, which means the Mets are going to take cash. Great cash. Anything. They will take the cash, whatever it is. The Dodgers can say, all right, uh, all right, yeah, boy, Granderson was great, helped us win the World Series. The guy hit, you know, 20 home runs in 25 games is better than Stanton. We really, we should give you – Cody Bellinger, we should probably give you Verdugo. Uh, but, you know, T- Chris Taylor was great for us, but we'll give you Taylor. He had 320 this year. Uh, probably Corey Seager. I mean, really, we just feel so so indebted to you. We're going to give you all of these guys. And the Mets would say, eh, what's your cash situation? Uh, or we could send you 50 grand. Ah, Put that money in a briefcase, chain it to a guy's arm, put him on a plane to New York right away. We'll take the cash. Do you really chain it to the guy's arm, or is that just a movie? Uh, well, I think, well. If, Don't you just normally okay. have six or eight armed guards if alongside you, you? If you had $50,000 in cash in a briefcase. I might have it right now. Would you, you w- would you want to chain yourself to the briefcase, or would you be okay just carrying it willy-nilly? I figured if I was just walking around with $50,000 of pocket money like that. Mm-hmm. Didn't mean that much to me. So I wouldn't Funny. I wouldn't need to chain it down. You'd be walking around like Johnny Depp and blow. Whoa, black man. Ramble, ramble. Whoa, yeah, I got all this cash. Yeah, I got money. I'm a swinging guy. Exactly. All right. And $50,000, I mean, if you really get that in large denominations, you could split that across both your front pockets and, and just walk normally through security. <laughs> no? All right, I'm just trying to think of you going through security and them not saying, "Okay, wait a minute, you got a lot of stuff around those calves." Let's say you got to lift up your lift up your pants, lift up your pants so I can see what you got there. He sounds sexy. Well, I mean, I'm all for putting on a show. I mean, if that's going (laughs) to ensure security for everyone at the airport, I'll I'll do what I do, buddy. (laughs) But here's the trade: best team in baseball gets Curtis Granderson, who. Look, this this is the trade, and no one's watched Curtis Granderson more the last four years than I have. Curtis Granderson wasn't the player they expected to get from the Yankees. Granderson was a guy hitting 35 home runs a year, the short porch in right field, tons of doubles. He was an impact outfielder. He still had the range to play center field. The Mets got him, and he became a piece. He became a valuable piece because he's a great clubhouse guy. One of the nicest guys in baseball. Everybody loves Curtis Granderson. The guy is full of class. He hit okay. His best year was 2015. But overall, hasn't been what the Mets thought. He became a piece that at times was in danger of losing his job. If the Mets weren't paying him a lot of money, he would have sat down. But he persevered. He still hit some home runs. Didn't drive in a ton of runs. 
hit leadoff a lot, which is not his favorite place in the batting order. But overall, it was a bit of a downturn for Curtis Granderson. And the Mets, I'm sure if they could go back, they would say, well, we could have spent that money better someplace else. Because, you know, look, they give him, you know, $13, 15000000 million a year for four years. He has been hot lately. He's had a good August. Yeah, he's had a good – and his last at-bat as a Met's going to be the play of the night because his last at-bat as a Met was the grand slam in the ninth inning last night uh, in the loss to the Yankees. It didn't matter. I mean, it turned a 7-1 game into 7-5, but still, his final at-bat as a Met. But, hey, you, you bring it back within two, you're giving yourself a chance. Got to mm-hmm. get it within a slam. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is he going to be for the Dodgers, and how is he going to impact the pennant race? The Dodgers have a lot of moving pieces right now. With Adrian Gonzalez coming back, look at what they have. They have an overflow. Bellinger and Puig are going to play every day in the outfield, obviously. Jock Peterson's been playing center field, and this is the guy who's he's out of chances now with the Dodgers. Peterson is completely out of chances. He can't hit enough to play center field. He's hitting 029 this month. The guy has two hits in August. Two hits, and the Dodgers realize we can't do this anymore. We can't keep putting him out there and him going 0 for 4. And it's not like his defense is pretty good, but it's not making up for the fact when you're at 200, you can't do it. And they know we have to go get somebody. So they go get somebody who can play, who can be a great influence in the clubhouse, who's an older player. Dodgers have a lot of younger guys. So his playing time, Granderson, will come at expense of Jock Peterson because, Peter, look, Peterson will be on a new team next year because right. Verdugo will come up and it will be – in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if Peterson was the player to be named later. If the Mets actually took a player instead of picking money. No, they're taking cash. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not a real live player will take some cash. So he will play center field. But is it going to be an everyday thing? The Dodgers still have too many players to be able to play all of them every day. Because now Gonzalez is back, which means Bellinger plays left field, which means somebody is sitting out because that means then – that Bellinger's not playing first base, that Chris Taylor is going to have to sit unless Forsyth sits, and that doesn't work. And those guys all need to be in the lineup every day. The Dodgers obviously didn't want to put Bellinger in center field, unless, unless it's part of the great move and they just said, screw it, Granderson's going to play left because he's not as mobile, and we're going to put Cody Bellinger in center field, and that's just how it's going to go. I mean, it's, it's hell to make that move right now to say, okay, this is what it's going to happen, and then Granderson will be part of the left field second base deal with, with Forsyth and Taylor and, and, and himself. But that would be a gutsy move. But right now off the top, I would say he's going to play center field, which is dicey because he's not a center fielder. He's not a great center fielder. He doesn't have the length he used to have. He doesn't have the range he used to have. It's tough putting him out there. But they can't keep putting him out in center field in Jock Peterson. And, you know, if they were going to move Bellinger to center field, when that would be the team. Bellinger's going to play center, Chris Taylor's going to play left, and Forsyth will play second base. But they're not going to do that. So this tells me that Granison will play center field and Peterson's going to sit, he's going to lose his at-bats. Well, and that's the big thing going forward. We've talked about it on the show, and certainly for two years we've talked about the glut of outfielders and, and when does a move happen. Instead, you have the addition of another player here. For the fielding side of things, when Granderson would be in the outfield, I guess to some degree Puig defensively has been incredible this year. So he'll cover up for some of the ills that that occur there. But you're managing two different seasons, right? We're talking regular season, and, and you're trying to find a way to get Peterson out of the funk, however that happens. And if t- an, an extra day off here and there is, is the way that gets him ready 
and he can still contribute for you later on. Suppose you know you're you're playing that game as much as you are juggling guys in your lineup to get through the end of September and get to well, really what it's all about at this point because anything short of a deep run towards Thanksgiving when the World Series will be played is is a spectacular <laughs> failure in Dodger land this year. So for Granderson, you're not looking for every day. You're also looking at a guy who's a good veteran presence. We talked about it, all the stories bubbling to the surface of all the different activities he's had in terms of helping in different communities. He's big in Chicago. I know the University of Illinois at Chicago down the street from my old high school. He's done a lot of work there. The baseball stadium is named after him. The To a man, everybody loved him in New York, going around and shaking hands and and being with all the, the different workers in New York, basically saying goodbye ahead <laughs> of, <laughs> of the trade. But you, you look at that type of thing, it has value. And when you're the Dodgers, you're saying, well, what's our cost, right? We're bringing in a guy who adds to our locker room, good veteran presence with the, the number of young players that we have, and it's at really no cost to us to add this type of player who's been in the biggest stage under the brightest lights playing all the years that he has in New York. So that can only help you as you go forward. So Curtis Granderson, everybody in L.A. anxiously awaits the arrival. Meanwhile, Curtis Granderson and the Mets put this message out on social media a few moments ago. Granderson saying goodbye to the team. He helped get to the World Series two years ago and the playoffs last year. You, 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 you're cool. Wow. You are my. Um, do we really have Curtis Granderson? All right. Let, <laughs> I mean, it's not better than that, but we promised we would play it. So go ahead, play it. Curtis Granderson, New York Mets. Uh, interesting day today. No longer going to be a New York Mets for the remainder of the season. Just been traded to the LA Dodgers, but leaving out bunch of great memories, getting a chance to go to a World Series, going to the playoffs back-to-back. The blue and orange, absolutely amazing. Seven line. Can't thank you guys enough for coming out, both here in the city and on the road. All the fans, you guys have been absolutely amazing of just allowing me to come in and continue to keep doing what I was doing on the other side of New York. So thank you guys for everything. Look forward to seeing you guys and crossing paths here soon. I'm out! Like you, Matt Harvey! <laughs> I would have just loved he said, now enjoy Tim Tebow for the rest of the season. I'm so excited. Yeah, Daddy got to have an opening in the outfield. They got an opening. I'm very, very excited about it. uh, How awesome would that be if that's their corresponding move? Uh, We've traded Curtis Granderson, and we've promoted Tim Tebow. Yeah, but do it as a late night. My Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Do it as the late night news dump. (laughs) Like, Right now it's no, 1.15 no, 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 in the no, morning no, no. on the East Coast. You, you, you want to get all you want to get everything you can out of that move. You want everything you can there. But look, but this is why Curtis Granderson is sought after because that's the guy he is. He's an honest, genuine player. Look, he thanks the fans. He thanks the seven line, the group of fans the Mets have that travel to every game that make Mets home games sound like Mets home games in Philadelphia and DC and everywhere. I mean, he's that kind of you're getting a guy that even if he doesn't hit is going to be somebody the players are going to be excited to have in the locker room about him. And look, they want him to hit in the clutch. They, you know, they're not expecting him to come and hit 300, but if you hit 250, you know, you're talking about that that compared to Peterson, it's like hitting 400. You know? Did he thank the guy that missed the game because of the trains? Oh, I don't know if he should have singled him out or those two fans. 
You or know, those Yankee fans that were having sex on the train. <laughs> I'm having sex on a train. There's I'm, no sex. I'm going to miss Curtis because he's a link to the World Series this last four years. But in the end, I knew it was coming. You know? <laughs> he's done. As Drupal Cabrera's going, I'm the only one. Why? Well, what about me? He's the only Why? guy left. Get a tissue. You know, that, it's just, that's just the way it goes. I've had time to get used to it. It's not now, your fault. If Curtis was 35 and 100 every year, I would go, bah! but I've had time to get used to this. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.